welcome to TAP, the awesome podcast. My name is Claire Turner and I'm an EFT practitioner, manifestation and mindset coach, the founder of Claire Turner EFT, the creator of Eight Weeks to Weight Loss and the From Doubt to Clout courses. Now, I am obsessed with helping women to overcome feelings of self-doubt and to grow into the awesome and empowered goddesses that they truly are. Now, if you are looking to tap into your divine right to success and abundance, then you have come to the right place, my friend. My goal within this podcast is to help you see your infinite potential, to tap into your personal power and be, do and have whatever you dream of. Thank you so much for pressing play. We're going to have so much fun. Let's get going. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Tap the Awesome Podcast. And in this episode, we are finishing off our three-part series with the gorgeous Sarah Habubi. Now, if you haven't yet listened to episodes 14 and 15 of this web uh, of this podcast, uh, which is sections one and two of my chat with Sarah, then please do go and check those out first. They are numbered in order for a reason. And Sarah is sharing with us more about her jump-starting learning skills system, which helps to improve the ability to learn for people with dyslexia and other quote unquote learning disabilities, which I don't I don't like that. It's different ways of learning. Um, so if learning is something you've struggled with, if you found school really, really difficult, if you have a child who is finding school really difficult and is struggling to learn in the sort of like conventional way, if you like, then you absolutely need to check this out. Uh, in this final episode with Sarah, we're just rounding it all up and bringing it to a close. So like I said, if you haven't yet listened to um, episodes 14 and 15, do please check those out first. Otherwise, this episode may not make too much sense to you. So I hope you enjoy and I'll see you again next week. And actually, um, I think probably one of the first times I met you, Sarah, was in a, was in a bar <laughs> um, in Italy, I think. And we were chatting and some uh, someone came along that we knew whose other half was dyslexic and i watched you in the space of 15 or so minutes show her how she can spell a word that she'd never ever been able to spell and it was absolutely fascinating yeah was a bit of wine on board so yeah not bad going really <laughs> Yeah, but just, I mean, just in 15 minutes, which kind of yeah. um, sort of goes into my next question was, you know, this sort of teaching, is it is it really just sort of angled towards kids or can, is this something that adults can benefit from? And I mean, clearly they can, but... Uh, anybody, is there, is anyone any age? Yeah. No. Do you find any... Every is, is it, do adults tend to pick it up quickly as well? Yeah. Um, so my um, master's was in adult learning and development, and my, my research project was using this with adults. Um, and you might think, well, why did I go from schools to adults? And my theory in my head was if I can help someone who has struggled all their lives 
it in a very, very short space of time, learn how to spell and, and to read better. Um, and they're 55, then I know someone who's five can do this because they don't even have any of the baggage or anything else. So, excuse me, my I, I really wanted to work with adults who also had a lot of motivation to do it and everything else. So it was like, no, I read. So anyway, a kind of very kind of two year long story short, I did end up with a, with a group. I had seven adults ranging from uh, kind of mid 20s up to mid 50s. Mm. And I only had two hours a week with them. Um, so I was working with them as a group. So I was showing them the process and I'll, I'll never forget it. It was just incredible. Now, I had done interviews and things with them separately to obviously for my research side of it to be able to to quantify the, the changes um, as well. And uh, I, I remember distinctly that one of the one of the men on the course who was in his 30s, um, who had not disclosed that he was dyslexic to his family and friends and work colleagues and everything else. And he'd struggled since he was four. Um, at the end of the first two hours, when I was explaining about the brain and about how we need to make these connections, these use the multiple systems together um, and, and, you know, how we store information and how we can access it. We need to get into a calm state because nothing happens when we're stressed. You know, none, none of us can work properly that way. And he came up to me at the end of the two hours. He says, you've no idea what you've just done. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> what, have I, what, have I, what have I done? And he said, he said, I now know for the first time since I was four that I'm not stupid. Yeah. He said, I just wasn't taught the way that suited my brain. And he was remarkable. He practiced every day because once you know the system, you, you do need to practice. It's a skill. So you do need to practice it until it becomes automatic, like, like driving. You know, it's like anything. Um, and he, we, we had a chart, so they all had their charts to fill in every day of the new words they'd learned. And at the end of the second week, you know, his chart was, was chock-a-block. It was full of words. And then at the end of the third week, he came back and they were kind of all showing me how many new words they had. And there was nothing on the page. And I went, is everything okay? And he went, look, he said, I've learned so many new words. I can't keep track of them. He said, all like, he said, in fact, today I was, I was driving here. There was a van in front of me. He said, I knew the word in front was kitchen. He said, I'd never been able to spell kitchen before. And I can tell you now how to spell it because the minute I looked at it, my brain recorded it. So he said, I'm not even having to do the process anymore. My brain's got it. He said, I don't need to write it down. He stopped taking his antidepressants. He applied for a new job. His entire life opened up. He just said, and, and he gave me um, a card and a box of chocolates uh, at the end. And I was like, thank you very much. And, you know, and I didn't open the card and read it, but when I got home and I read it, I was in floods of tears because he said, I have never given anybody a thank you card when it comes to school and education. You are the first person you have basically set me free. And I was just like, I can't, I'm getting emotional even just now thinking about yeah, it. It was yeah. just incredible. And, and the stories, and, and, and they were so candid and they were so open with me and shared their life stories with me. And it, it was brilliant. And I remember one of the older guys who was a, a very wealthy farmer, cattle farmer, multimillionaire, couldn't read and to get his wife yeah. to do all his paperwork. And he came in one day. He said, he said, I've lived in a place called Port Umna. He said, I've lived near Port, Port Umna all my life. He said, only today did I actually look at the sign properly. And he said, now I know how to spell it and I know how to read it. And he just said, it's just clicked. So the wonderful thing about working with adults is actually more often than not the words are all in there yeah they've seen them they have been storing it um they just haven't made that connection so often this is like a key 
that what we see is, and it's sometimes in children as well, um, if they're very young, not so much, but with older children, you know, teens, maybe people in their 20s and, and older, it's like a key that kind of unlocks that part of their brain and, and suddenly it opens up. I had a wonderful student who was studying at Trinity, so obviously no shortage of brains. He came to me and uh, we had a whole day together actually um, working through this. Um, and, and he contacted me afterwards and he, he, he was brilliant. His mom had helped him from a very young age. She recognized it because like, she was dyslexic. She'd helped him with his self-esteem. So he never suffered that way from it. But he said, it's just really frustrating not knowing how to spell the word that I want to use. He says, I know the word, but I can't, I can't see it and I can't spell it. Anyway, he contacted me after his final exams and told me he'd got a 2-1. And he got a first class honors for, for a particular project. And it was about his learning experiences and, and he had referenced working with me. He said, again, he's, he just walked out and he went, this is life changing. This is, yeah. this is a game changer. This is really a game yeah. changer. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, but the adults are interesting because I often approach people, if I hear an adult is dyslexic, I'll say, do you want some help? I, I know how, and they're like, no, no, you're all right, thank you. And I think part of it is, it's become a big part of their identity. Yeah. Um, they've had to work incredibly hard to get around it in some way. So they've become really, really successful, but they've, they've had to sort of circumnavigate around this problem. Maybe they haven't told people, you know, there's a lot going on with adults with it. Um, but I know from firsthand experience that when adults actually do this, it, it's just a piece of magic and it doesn't detract from them as their personality or their gifts and their talents. In actual fact, it just really elevates them, you know, more. So, yeah, um, adults can do it. Um, parents can learn how to do this and work with their kids. The school, that the pilot school is fantastic because they use it across every classroom with all children. This is oh, not just not just for learning support. This is actually they see this as a tool that if every teacher understands, then the minute somebody is struggling, whether they have a label or not, but if they're struggling to learn something, they can step in and coach them. You know, it's much more yeah. of a coaching system than a teaching system. Um, and it's much more about identifying each individual's learning strategies and what are their strengths and things like that so it's a very different approach but it's not complicated it's it's not rocket science but you can use it to learn rocket science if you want um <laughs> so yeah but it can certainly launch people's education you know to a, a totally different level without it being really massive hard work i have to say i'm a fan of shortcuts i'm you know, I love the quotes I heard right at the beginning, which was from one of Olive's uh, clients, a little nine year old. And he said, well, this is just too easy. It must be cheating. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought, well, that sort of says it all, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. It's like, you know, we're, we're under the illusion that, that for something to be valuable and, and everything else, you know, it has to be hard and it has to be a lot of effort and energy into it. And the reality is actually. Yeah, not if find a, a, a shortcut not if you find and th and that's what i like this is kind of cuts right the way through and, and helps yeah. people to get an app really quickly and success really quickly yeah it's interesting you say that because i get that quite a lot with eft because um, people say oh this is and oh, that's too easy yeah and they they, they veer away from it because it's too easy it's like well what's wrong with it being too easy it's Hang really on, interesting you what. I'll, I'll, all right all right i'll make it a little yeah, bit complicated. i'll make it more you know, complicated <laughs> It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, Sarah, um, I know we're we're all still um, kind of in our houses at the moment. But what are your plans for the rest of the year? Uh, well, I I uh, it's quite funny because now we said going to Tesco's is going out out. 
So uh, <laughs> go for a walk, it's going out, and Tesco says out, out. So um, yeah. I think we're in Ireland, we're approaching going out, out, out. We might even be able to go to other people's houses shortly, you know. Um, so we, we, so Paula Monty and I decided as soon as lockdown happened, um, because I was homeschooling, I have two boys and, and one's primary, one secondary. And so secondary guys, you know, he was pretty good. He was able to look after himself as much as possible. I, I stepped in whenever he needed me, but my 10 year old, obviously, you know, he's 10, he's not going to be able to just sit in front of a computer and teach himself. And, um, both my children, by the way, really struggled, um, with phonics. So I was really lucky that I had this at the beginning. And particularly my older son, he was doing lots of now, just so people know, if they're listening to this letter reverse and number reverses doesn't mean the child's dyslexic. Most children will do those reverse at the beginning until their brain kind of gets which way it's meant to go. It's if they're still doing it by seven or eight, there's there's definitely an issue that you want to look at that because it should have settled down by then. Um, but he at five or six was he was reversing everything. Everything was, was round the wrong way. He was really struggling with the segmenting and blending. Um, and I'm actually convinced that his brain definitely works in, in a very different way, um, you know, from mine. And I was so lucky because I actually happened to learn this at the time that he was doing this. So within two weeks, I, so I know as a parent, I was able to use this with my child. So anyway, come back in, coming back to lockdown, you know, with my 10 year old, I was getting very frustrated with schoolwork. Uh, because kids can be angels at school and at home is completely, you know, they because there's no risk of you not loving them. Yeah. You know, they can do what they, they're going to push your buttons. They're going to do what they need to do. Um, and he literally would be doing, and I'm not kidding, he'd be doing his maths, doing a headstand on the couch behind me and getting me to read out the maths questions. And then I would have to write the art. He'd work it out and then I'd have to write it down. And I was thinking, well, if he can do his maths standing on his head, I think I'm okay. So that's that fine. But we were chatting and I said, I'm so lucky my, my, my kids have overcome any challenges they had with, with learning. That they're not. They don't struggle to spell, they don't struggle to read, they don't struggle to do maths. What on earth is going on in homes where children have had a lot of support at school, parents haven't known how to help their child, they've been relying on the school, and now the parents are having to be teacher and learning support teacher and mom and dad and everything and do their job. So we made a very easy decision to just give the online training for parents for free. We awesome. said if this, if this could help in any small way, and, and if we can bring, you know, rather than the parents struggling to get through the works, you know, the work for the week in terms of work, worksheets and things like that. And if they can actually just go, look, if at the end of this lockdown, your child can spell and read really well for the first time, then they'll catch up with everything else. Yeah. Um, so we're really, um, you know, we just it was very easy. We just looked at each other and said, yeah, we, we can't charge the, this. is You know, we, people have lost their jobs and. And everything else so we, we didn't want to put them under any extra financial pressure and try to also take a bit of educational pressure off so we've had a fairly good uptake we've had a few hundred people sign up and on a wednesday morning so tomorrow morning um every wednesday from nine till ten british standard time we do um we do an hour and we're bringing people on our journey the more we're discovering about the brain and the more we're discovering why this works and what you can do and we bring a bit of nlp in we bring a bit obviously the jump starting is, is the lead um and it's it's very practical and it's just a, an informal chat really that paula and i have so a couple of weeks ago we shared our new model of the working memory uh the the understanding of actually how is it we're learning and thinking and it's really exciting because we can't find anything else out there that matches what we're saying and mm -hmm. we we feel it's a little bit more of a complete picture um yeah. you know than um 
than what's kind of currently out there. So, so that is there. And just speaking of my 10 year old, he must have actually heard me. I'm still, I'm on a call. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I would... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you recording? Are you recording? So I'll be out in one. She's going to ring me. Yep, I'll come and see. We're nearly done. Bless him. You're on telly oh. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. You know, so where can people go more. to find out more about that? So um if people go to the jumpstarting website, so it's jumpstarting, it's a bit of a long URL, sorry, jumpstartinglearningskills.com. Um they can they can see some videos, there's there's a couple of TV interviews that I did and some radio interviews as well, and they can listen to Shay uh, McCarthy talk about his school. There's there's a whole lot of stuff there. There's also a checklist. So if someone's wondering if their child or if they're dyslexic or if their child's dyslexic or even dyscalculic, um, actually, they can have a look at this checklist. It's free. They can just now we're not assessors, so we're not we're not diagnosing anybody, but we're showing some of the um, both what children generally can't do and what they can do that can often when you see these two in, in kind of in conjunction with each other, you kind of go, oh, that's my child. So of for the for the child who's the classic dyslexic, so really bright, really articulate, really clever, really good at something else, just struggling maybe with spelling or reading or handwriting, or if they're dyscalculic, it's they're good at reading but they're not very good at the math side of it. Um, this works incredibly well, incredibly well. We we, we know for that for that cohort of students it works. Um, and then if they go to the parents page on that, they'll see the link then to the course. Um, it may still say buy. By now, I'm not sure. I haven't kind of necessarily done all the changes over time, but it's free for the parents. One, it's free. The teachers, one, there there is still a charge, um, yeah, so they can go and they can have a look at that and they can um, they can awesome. access that. But I would advise people to come along on a, on a Wednesday morning or go to our Facebook page, which is Jump Starting Learning Skills, uh, and if they go to the Facebook page, they can see the recordings from the lives that we've done and um, articles and things that we've posted as well. So yeah, we're, we're trying to give as much as much as we can so people yeah. can. Yeah, awesome. So, and I will also put links to all that in the comment section so people can just click on that. Um, so, Sarah, thank you so much. This has been absolutely, absolutely oh. eye opening. It's been so interesting. Just before we finish up, is there uh, any advice you can offer people who have dyslexia who are finding it impacting their lives in some negative way? So, for me, I'm quite jealous because pretty much everyone who I have worked with who's dyslexic has got some amazing skill somewhere. Like, mm. I mean, and, and, they'll, and they'll probably just take that for granted. You know, they'll say, but surely everyone can do that. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, and we, know, we know from statistics around the world that about 40%, um, 60% uh, of the world's entrepreneurs tend to be dyslexic. Yeah. Um, and that's not because they can't work for a company. It's because actually being an entrepreneur means that you see a solution that nobody else does and then you create a business around that solution. So that's obviously how their brains work, which is why, what makes them great entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, and we know also about 40% of the world's millionaires are dyslexic. So I'd quite like to be dyslexic, thank you very much. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Uh, you know, it's to really, to, to actually tune in into, into how amazing their brains actually, because everyone's different and everyone's unique. And I don't, it's not about who's better and who's worse. I mean, I don't subscribe to dyslexics will rule the world, but maybe they will. Who knows? Uh, you know, I think if we can, 
but it's, it's about the individual saying, okay, and it's not lip service to just go, you know, all these incredible people around the world who, who you know, are dyslexic and more and more and more come out each year. You know, you start kind of these actors and actresses and scientists and Nobel Prize winners and, and inventors and, you know, most of the inventions and advances in maths and science over the last 150 years are with people who, who have a, a learning difficulty. You know, it, it's, it's, it's insane. So I think, it's, it, and a lot of people kind of go, well, that's all well and good, but I've, I've really struggled. And you go, okay, so first of all, see what you're good at. And, and one of the things to really pay attention to is how good the visual system is. So, you know, when you think of something, it's probably not just one boring thing. It's probably a big picture. There's lots of information, lots of detail. It could be moving. It could be multidimensional, you know, multi-perspectives. You know, not everyone can do that. And, and if you can kind of tap into that and notice how good that is, that's really the way in for words as well, because words are visual, but you just want to calm it down a bit. You don't want too much information. So part mm. of the process is something called grounding. Uh, and grounding has been around for you know millennia. Uh, it, it's just an ability to really get into your body, be really calm. And when you're calmer in your body, but your mind is open, so you don't want to be horizontal. It's not like meditation or mindfulness, where you're much more internally kind of calm. You're, you're with grounding, you're calm, but you're alert. So it's the perfect learning state. Um, that's how we then learn to control our mental imagery. Um, so there's lots of there's lots to read out there about this. So a guy called Thomas G. West, he's written lots of books about this. He's dyslexic himself. Um, he wrote a book called In the Mind's Eye and Thinking Like Einstein. And um, his latest one is all about different perspectives, um, seeing what others can't see. Uh, and it's all about mental imagery. And and that was really how Olive kind of you know pulled all this together. Was there's lots of different kind of strings that she and her genius was just remarkable in, in bringing this together into this into this format. Um, and then we were lucky enough to to learn it and be able to go on and, and create some different kind of courses from that. Yeah, awesome. That's fantastic. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. Um, I hope you have a lovely rest of the day. You got any plans for the rest of the day? Uh, uh, I think there's friends, the children are <laughs> now getting to see their friends. So that's all that's all happening. So oh, that, cool. That's important for them because they they're reconnecting yeah. with the pals and yeah. that, that's amazing them so when they're doing that i'm actually mum free i'm child free i, I don't have to hear the word mum or mummy <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh it's been such a joy thank you so much for giving your time oh, thank, you, thank you very much for inviting me on letting absolutely. me ramble on and tell my story oh, it's been but absolutely I, fascinating absolutely genuinely fascinating. hope it's helped help somebody somewhere along the way so. yeah i'm sure it has i'm sure it has that'd be awesome thank you so much sarah take care Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me in a review so I can keep the awesome stuff coming your way. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come and soak up the extra inspiration by following me on facebook.com forward slash Claire Turner EFT or visiting my website at claireturnereft.com. And just so you're aware, I'm very greedy. Claire has everything in it, C-L-A-I-R-E. I appreciate you so much, and I cannot wait to connect with you again in the next episode. In the meantime, 
be awesome.